Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and... Oh yeah, it's just Brian Haydad. It's Thunder and Thunder! Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks for joining me at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. I feel like I should just throw it in, right? Shouldn't I? Woo! I'll throw one in for him. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Joel is going to need some coffee. That's a long drive back from Jackson in the dead of the night. Hopefully, he will be, uh, you know, no, 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 no Jackson Strange Brew. I don't know that they could have a Jackson Strange Brew right now. I don't know, you know, can't brew coffee without water. But uh, one way or the other, Joel could use a shot of Strange Brew right now. It's too bad he doesn't have some with him. But, of course, if you're here in Starkville or if you live in Tupelo, you can have Strange Brew any old day you want it. And then again, if you live wherever, you can always visit their webpage, hit up the Shopify, and get Strange Brew shipped directly to your door. Our good friends over at College Corner, hey, M over S, it's time to start wearing that. If you know some USM fans, not going to make any jokes about how many there are. I'm not going to go there. But if you know one, now's the time to be wearing that maroon and white. Mississippi State takes down USM. MSU looking good on baseball. Good day for the maroon and white. Why not wear some? Wear something new, exciting. Pick something out of the best selection of MSU merchandise in all of central Mississippi. Two locations that served you in the Jackson area. They are in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They are in Flowood by the Half Shell, and you can always visit them online, collegecornerstore.com. And we have a brand new sponsor here on the show. Don't worry about Advantage Business Systems. We just move them into the middle of the uh, the show. Humble Taco is Starkville's newest eatery, and man, it is going to be one of the best in a really, really quick fashion. Had lunch there today. Just fantastic. Great to see a new place here in Starkville. You know that I'm always excited uh, for that. And man, that place is, you know, if, you, if you're from Starville and you've, you, you've been in that building before when it was City Bagel, you're just not going to recognize it. It's a really cool interior, huge patio, huge patio. When, when the weather is going to be good like it is this weekend, that's going to be one of the places to be. And the food, well, as you can, might, can guess, when restaurant, you know, when your Thai Tim's is involved, you know the food is going to be top notch, including one of the most unique items you'll ever see, the sweet potato tortillas. Mississippi sweet potatoes, a lot of Mississippi ingredients. In fact, they're saying Mexican fare with Mississippi roots, and it's all over the menu. Great Mississippi products. So we're not just talking about a local restaurant, but they're buying local as well. You just can't beat it. Margaritas on tap, plenty of cold beers to choose from, great tacos, great appetizers, those Mexican smoked wings. Man, fantastic. You can't go wrong. Head over there on University Drive to Humble Taco today and find out what the buzz is all about at one of Starbucks' best new places. All right, where to start? Got a lot of news. Got a lot to talk about today on the podcast uh, without without Joel. Um, let's start with the big news, and that's not even one of these two games, and that's, you know, we talked to John Cohen on Sports Talk Mississippi on Wednesday, and it, it's happening. 
The governor has announced that everything's going to get back to normal as quickly as possible. They're going to open a lot of stuff up, and Duty Noble Field is one of those places. Talking to John Cohen today, obviously they've increased attendance for the weekend. They are going to be deliberate about it. They are going to be patient about it. Uh, there's still going to be regulations in, pay, in place regarding your mask and things like of that nature, but there will be more fans in Duty Noble this weekend. Oh, and by the way, this weekend, if you were planning on seeing Texas, or sorry, Tennessee Tech, that's not happening either because COVID has, has struck that series down. And, but due to uh, another series getting canceled, Kent State will make the trip to Starkville. So, no Tennessee Tech. Make it Kent State. Baseball is happening one way or the other. A bigger crowd in place. And from what we, if you go back and listen to that interview, and I certainly suggest you do that, uh, it's available on the on, online at the Sports Talk Mississippi podcast. It's pretty obvious listening to John Cohen that the plan is going to be to ramp things up as you as you need to to uh, to get to one hundred percent attendance or one hundred percent allowed capacity. I guess we'll say. By SEC play, which is, if I'm correct, four weekends from today, the last weekend of March. That'll be the Arkansas series. So, they're not ripping the Band-Aid off. You know, this is going to be a healing process. You know, so it's going to require some patience. I don't want to see my mentions full of complaints this weekend. I don't want to see that. I want you guys to be happy that things are changing for the good. All right? It's going to take a little time. It may go a little slower than you want, but hey, it could be worse. It could be 25%. It could just be none of you. They could have just said, you know what? We're, we're close to, to, to knocking this thing out. Let's, let's, let's really do it. We're shutting everything down for two weeks. We'll see where that takes us. They could have done that. It's just going to be a process. Let's, let's get through this together. <coughs> Excuse me. And then at the end of this, we're all going to be back. We're going to be pretty close to back to normal. Wear your mask. Don't complain. Don't do it. Be happy. This is a time for positive. These are positive news. Let's be positive about it. It's how I'm going to look at that. So, again, I certainly suggest that you check in uh, on Sports Talk Mississippi and check out that interview with John Cohen. A lot of great information there about what's happening. He did also say in that interview that they will be uh, setting the date for Super Bulldog weekend soon, that you know, perhaps they were under the impression that this type of announcement might come, and they wanted to be able to, to set up a Super Bulldog weekend such that, that you could have full attendance at whatever event, which means Davis Wade Stadium could have full attendance. What's the record crowd for the uh, spring game? Was it was it 40, 41,290 or something like that, or 270 after the 2009 Egg Bowl, whatever Mullen said the attendance was for that game? You could have a big crowd for the spring game because people are just going to be excited to be back. And it could be tailgating and things of that nature. So I, I'm, I'm excited. I know it's going to be a process. Just embrace that. Wrap your mind around, hey, it's not going to be this weekend. We're not going to have 10,000 at Duty Noble this weekend. I have to wear a mask. to get there, the healing process has begun, both figuratively and literally. So that's great news. More great news. This is a great news kind of podcast, by the way. We've got a lot. I don't have a whole lot. You know, if you're one of those people, and I know you're listening, you know, Steve, I know you're listening, G Town Rob. I know that you are. You love to you love to bang on me. You love to get the doom and gloom. There's none today. It's all good stuff today. Wins, good news. Love it. 
Uh, we'll start with a uh, let's start with a uh, baseball. Good win for the Bulldogs. Uh, taking down USM four one there in Pearl. Pitching the story of the night, uh, as you would probably expect it to be. Um, Mississippi State's pitching has just been so so good uh, thus far in the season. Twenty strikeouts for the Bulldogs. Twenty seven outs in a baseball game. Twenty of them by K uh, for Mississippi State. Um, Houston Harding one gave MSU basically its best start of the season so far. Five innings, two hits, one earned run. He only walked one. Uh, nine strikeouts. Twenty strikeouts to three walks. Pretty impressive. Preston Johnson, who I, I think made his Bulldog debut tonight, which I believe is the nineteenth pitcher thus far this season. Two strike, two innings, six strikeouts. If you can do math, you know that he struck out everybody that he got out. Uh, Cameron Tuller gave him an inning of scoreless relief. He had two Ks. Stone Simmons, who I've been very impressed with early on, the true freshman out of uh, the Houston area, strikes out the side in the ninth to get his first save of his Bulldog career. Uh, State, you know, hitting-wise, nine hits on the night for four runs. Uh, Rowdy Jordan, uh, one. For, I'm sorry, he had an RBI. Tanner Allen had an RBI, and then two more. Uh, for Logan Tanner, who's two for four on the night. He and Tanner Allen a combined four for eight on the night. Actually, the top of the order was really good outside of Rowdy, who was 0 for three. But DeBrule, uh, Allen, and Tanner, Allen and Tanner are two different people <laughs> for the night. Uh, they were six for, what is that? Eight? Six for 11 on the night uh, with uh, three RBI. And uh, three runs scored. So pretty, pretty good there. Brad Cumbus, good night for him. Two for three. He had a double and a triple. He did uh, get, have to come out of the game. May have suffered a, an injury, but we'll see about that. I mean, if anybody's tough enough to gut it out, you know it's Brad Cumbus. Just a good win. Anytime you get a win away from home against a team that – I know USM right now, I think they're 4-4 four and four on the year. But when they get in the Conference USA play, they're going to be playing well. Um, I mean, this is going to be a good RPI win for Mississippi State. Uh, you know, and now they've got what? They've got three wins at neutral sites. Those, 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 those add up. Those add up, and a good weekend. And honestly, you know, getting Kent State in here, sort of a little blessing in disguise. Tennessee Tech is awful. You know, those are games that even when you win them, they they hurt your RPI a little bit. Kent State, is a much better program. So that'll be good for Mississippi State to get those those games. And if they can get wins, Really, really, they'll be in really, really good shape. This this Bulldog pitching staff is just incredible, though. They, they really are. 19 pitchers, and Will Bednar is not one of them. You know, don't have an update on his status as of yet uh, as far as the weekend goes. So we'll have to see if State decides to still go with, you know, McLeod, Sarantola, and Fristo, or will Bednar finally make his, uh, his debut. I would imagine uh, there'll be an opportunity to speak to Chris Limonis. Probably, I guess it would have to be tomorrow because there would be the game on Friday. Uh, so we'll see if that that occurs because, I mean, there's a lot to ask him on top of, uh, you know, getting a recap of the game and talking about the weekend ahead. We could talk about, you know, the attendance stuff with him. God, he's Nobody's got to be more excited about that than him because if you were at Diddy Noble this past weekend with those walk-off wins, I mean, the, the atmosphere was electric even with those small crowds. And I couldn't help but think to myself watching those games that, gosh, if this, if, you know, not saying that you know a Sunday game against Tulane would have been fourteen thousand people or anything, but there would have been six or seven thousand people there, and how much louder and how much more uh, energetic that crowd would have been. On top of you know the amount of grief they would have given the Tulane players is really would have been really something to uh, 
to behold, I guess. Luke Hancock, by the way, walked three times. Nobody's going to give him a pitch to hit uh, right now, but if you're getting on base like that, not, not a big deal. The pitching, though, is just so impressive for Mississippi State. And really a good start. Houston Harding, he has just been a really consistent player for Mississippi State over you know last year's abbreviated season and, and now going into this one. Has just been really good. His start against TCU was a good start. He was just sort of undone by his defense. Uh, he pitched. He's pitched well in relief. And now this week to come out on, on the midweek. If that's going to be your, your midweek starter, him, maybe a Brandon Smith, State's going to be, you know, put themselves in that position that we always talk about here on the show of if you don't lose your non-conference games, you just got to be good in conference play to, to line up a hosting spot. Like right now, State still has a game with Louisiana Lafayette. I think it's just the one. That's going to be a tough non-conference game, but, I mean, they're going to be favored to win them all at this point. So, good good start for Mississippi State. Now 6-2 and two on the season. Big weekend series coming up with Kent State. We'll see where that uh, – where that takes them, but so far so good. I've been impressed. I've been impressed, and I and I was wondering because you know the the hitting. You know, it's it's been a concern so far, and the fielding is a concern too. Let's let's not uh, overlook that state with uh, two errors on the night. USM had four, but still two errors on the night. Uh, Scotty DeBrule had one in the first inning. That middle of your defense is just there's just problems there right now. Now, Cam James played a clean game tonight. No errors for him. But you've just got, you know, State just needs to string a couple of those games together. And I, I agree with my co-host when, it, you know, when, I, when we say that, that if they string a couple of clean games together in the middle, they'll be just fine. Everything will start clicking. Man, he knows how to field. He's just, he's just got something going on in his head right now that's messing with him. He'll get through that. He's a talented young baseball player. He'll be fine. And then they'll just figure things out. Um, from there, but a good win for the Bulldogs. Always good to beat your rivals. Always good to win in-state games. Always good to keep you know your your your, your non-conference schedule in in terms of wins. Everything good for Mississippi State on the diamond uh, right now for sure. And like I said, don't forget to get Kent State this weekend. Uh, what six, two, and noon are your are your first pitch times uh, this weekend at Duty Noble Field. Uh, for what should be, from what I can tell, from what Cohen was saying, maybe seven thousand allowed in the stadium this week. Seven thousand sounds about. Think about it in terms of he he mentioned the crowd against uh, Stanford, which is sent in in the, in the new era of Duty Noble. That's the biggest crowd, thirteen and thirteen one and some change. So half of that would be what uh, sixty five. Am I doing the math right? Sixty five. So yeah, sixty five to seven thousand. Sounds about right uh, for, for what you should expect this weekend. So we'll see. All right, let's move on over to basketball. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I mean, I feel like with Welcome Home Beef, I don't know what's left to say. If I haven't convinced you to buy a steak from Welcome Home Beef, I may just not. I may just need to hang it up. I mean, if I can't, between the way I've talked about it, the pictures that I've tweeted about it, the, the, the testimonials from other listeners who have, who have tweeted me pictures and talked about it. I mean, I don't know what is left to say to you. These are some of the best steaks you'll ever find. Better steak than you ever thought you could get in the state of Mississippi. I promise you that. This is the kind of stuff that you would think, all right, if I lived in Texas, if I lived in, a, in a, you know, Nebraska, I could get these kind of steaks. You can get them right here in the state of Mississippi when you work with Welcome Home Beef. And that's what I would suggest that you do. This weekend, every weekend, put Welcome Home Beef on the grill 
on the stove, in the pot, and treat your family to a delicious meal. Call them today at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Find out if they will ship to you. I promise you it's worth it. I guess he's not here today, but I will tell you for sure that when you work with Welcome Home Beef, it just tastes good. Ah, speaking of tasting good, I got to get back to Two Brothers this week, and that's that's going to happen. That's on the agenda. I don't, I don't normally like to set an agenda. I've got a friend who's always like, hey, what's on your agenda? I never have an agenda. I'm going to have an agenda this weekend. I've stopped saying that word too many times. I'm going to have that that on that plan. <laughs> get out of that loop. Uh, to go to Two Brothers this weekend because I, I just I need to eat there. It, it just needs to happen that way. So, and I would suggest my friends that you do the same because, well, you want to eat good, don't you? Simple as that. And there's just not a whole lot of better places than Two Brothers smoked meats right there in the heart of the Cotton District. The weather's supposed to be good this weekend, so the patio should be rocking. Cold beer, great craft cocktails, and of course, fantastic food. So much more than just barbecue. Don't call it Two Brothers barbecue. That's Two Brothers Smoked Meats, Southern Smoked Soul Food at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. And our good friends at Advantage Business Systems want to remind you, don't have to make a choice between the big business that's too big, that's big enough to handle all of your your needs, and the small local business that helps you out with great customer service. Advantage Business Systems gives you both at one doorstep. They've been doing business in this state for nearly 50 years, helping out people just like yourself. So call them today and find out how you can make them work for you. Simple as that. More profits, less problems when you call Advantage Business Systems today. at 662-362-9192. Sorry, 601-601-362. I knew there was an extra two in there. 362-9192. Or visit them online. ABSMS.com, you find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. i got to be honest with you. Now, I'm talking about all this positivity and everything. I didn't know that we were going to have it about basketball. I had a bad feeling. Texas A&M hadn't played a game in over a month. I thought, what better way to break out of that with by meeting Mississippi State? And for a while there, it looked like that was going to be the case. A&M's, you know, Controlled the first half and maybe the first four or five minutes of the second half, but then Mississippi State got control of the game and never really gave it back. Held AM to 32% shooting on the night uh, and won the game 63-57. They should have won this game a lot easier. And what I mean by that is this. State shot the ball pretty well. 26-49, of 53% shooting. That's really good. 8 of 19 from behind the arc, 42%. Fantastic. But 3 of 12... From the free throw line. Now that, that's ugly. So there's nine points there. And then the turnover differential is incredible. 17 turnovers for the Dogs. Only four for Texas A&M. State only had uh, eight personal fouls. A&M only shot ten free throws, but they, they made nine of them. But this game could have been a lot easier for Mississippi State. Once again, their defense was really, really good, though. 32% shooting, including 4 of 25. What is A&M doing shooting that many three-pointers? They got no business doing that. 16%. State's won three of their last four. They're going to go to Auburn, who has not been playing well lately. It it, it really is, and I guess we are going to have to be a touch negative here, but it really is more, this season is more about the games that State has lost. If State had just beaten A&M earlier in the season, if they had just held on against Kentucky, and if they had beaten Ole Miss when Ole Miss was playing poorly, instead of what, 
They're 15 and 12, right? Yeah. They could be 18 and 9. And then not a single soul would have one negative thing to say about Ben Howell. You couldn't. There'd be some talk for him of, for coach of the year at 18 and 9. They would point and go, this guy lost two guys to the NBA draft, two other double-digit game, game scores. He had three or four guys transfer out. He replaced them all. And, his play, and coaching like that, coach of the year. You'd be on the bubble at the very least. You might be in. But instead, they, 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 they messed up and, and, missed and, and lost those games. And so now here you are. So, that, you know, that's not what you want to see. But they're playing better here at the end. Defensively, they've really ramped up the intensity. If they could just be a little more consistent offensively, you got the makings of something here that going into the SEC tournament, could they win it? I don't think so. But could they make a little noise and maybe get to Friday or Saturday? Maybe. The way they're playing defense right now, maybe they could. Good night tonight from Molinar. He was 18 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. DJ Stewart had 14 points. Nobody else in double figures for the Dogs, but Tolu Smith had a really good line. 8 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Abdul Adu, 8 points, uh, 6 rebounds. They don't put blocks on here. Let me click this real quick. Uh, Adu had... Five blocks. I knew he had quite a few. Uh, he should have had six. He got a, he got hosed on a call near the end. AM couldn't score in the last 316 of the game. Uh, 0 for their last 8, 1 for their last 12. State really dialed up the intensity uh, defensively and got a good win. A really, really solid win uh, for Mississippi State. They should be very pleased with it. And they have a chance to close the season, like I said, on a, on a strong note. If they win four of their last five, I don't know what it does from my viewpoint of this of of, of Ben Howland. I don't I, I don't I think when I, about your viewpoint, based on what I read on Twitter, I don't know that it does anything for you. And, I, and I, I'll be totally honest with you, that's acceptable, that's understandable. All right, it's been a tough road this year. Um, but if they win four of their final five, and they go to the, let's say, if they win four of their final five, and they win a couple games in the SEC tournament, I mean that's pretty strong. That's pretty strong. Now, they're not going to go to the NIT. Uh, if you've kept up with the NIT, it's only 16 teams this year. I, I just can't see State in that top 16 after the tournament. I just can't. Right now, State's eighth in the conference, though. They're only one game, or I mean not one game, but they're they're one spot behind Ole Miss. And Ole Miss is, you know, sort of it's they on-again, off-again relationship with the bubble, sort of like their on-again, off-again relationship with decency. Well, who are we kidding? It's, it's never on. But regardless of all that, State's playing pretty well here at the end of the season. You know, what's that one loss was to Alabama in a game where, again, defensively they did enough to win. They just couldn't hit some key shots, and they missed some free throws. And they had some tur- too many turnovers. That's the story of the season. Turnovers and free throws have cost this team games all year long. But I will say this. If, the, if State can do something that college basketball teams have trouble doing, and that's bring guys back. And you tell me that they can go into next year with Molinar, Stewart, Davon Smith, Derek Fountain, Tolu Smith, Cam Matthews, a couple other guys. You know, I think in the, the limited times I've seen Anderson Garcia and Keandre Montgomery, I like what I see. I think Quentin Post is a decent backup center. You're bringing in uh, Keyshawn Murphy, who I think can be a contributor as a true freshman. I don't know what to expect from Alton Applewhite, but we'll see. You know they're going to hit the transfer market up for a couple guys. 
if you can keep that and JV and Davis, who I didn't mention, who's played good at times, bad at others. You know, he's been up and down, but of course he was hit with COVID earlier this year, so he's you know he's he's just now sort of battling back from that. At the end of the day, if they can keep that that nucleus together, then I think this is going to be a tournament team next year. I really do believe that, and I know you guys have you know I've been hard on Howland, and he's deserved it. There's no question about that. But I feel like this is this is the makings of a tournament team. Now you got to do it. You got to keep the team together. In this day and age in college basketball, you guys know that's a lot easier said than done. Like we'll have what six, seven hundred kids transfer out. More kids transferring out than there are scholarships to take them for the most part. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I think it's a positive sign the way they've played. You know, especially when they really could have just given up. They really could have. You know, the Ole Miss game. It's sort of funny. The Ole Miss game was. And Starkville was sort of the start of the slide. The Ole Miss game in Oxford was sort of the start of the of this this little stretch here, where they're playing better. So we'll see where that uh, where that takes them. But a good win for the Bulldogs. It could it would have been really easy to imagine a scenario where State drops a game to a team that hadn't played in a full month, but instead the Bulldogs get the win, and now Auburn uh, this Saturday. All right. So Joel will be back with me tomorrow. Um, We'll get his thoughts on what he saw down in Jackson. We'll look ahead to this weekend in, in Bulldog Sports. Uh, today, uh, as you're listening, MSU starts the SEC tournament for the women's side. They're playing LSU. That's an 11 a.m. Uh, tip. So we'll look. At, so by the time we record, uh, we, that game might not be over yet, but we'll see. We'll see what's going on there. We should at least be in a position where we can talk about what looks like it's going to happen. Um, yeah, and there you go. Guys, I hope you have a great uh, Thursday, and I, Joel, and I will be back with you on Friday. For Joel, woo, I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.